All right, troops, strong and conditioned, live and direct from Glasgow, Scotland. And tonight, we are back in the Buppy zone. We have the one and only, the Buppy monster, the Dutch destroyer, the man who takes Buppies to the next level, Mr. Jib Gastra. Jib, how are you, brother? Thank you. And I'm uh, very good. Like I said, just got my uh, food in and my workout in. I uh, needed to hurry. And uh, now I'm here. Jeb, do you train every single day? Um, yeah. But uh, the intensity uh, I vary with. So, to question. And... Uh, how do you decide to vary your training? Do you go through a period of auto-regulation where you judge by your recovery levels, which in turn dictates how intense your training session will be? Um, yeah, I just feel it out. I have no steady program. Um, I try to de develop something for my own, and I write down a lot. Um, but I just feel it out. You know, if you're uh, feeling... Uh, Pretty shitty, you know. You you can do a uh, recovery day with just uh, maybe a run, walking, and mobility or something. And if you feel for it, just go. <laughs> yeah, give it all. Okay, so so how like I know you do boppies, Jib. That's how I came to know about you, and that's how I met you. But I also know that you do resistance training. Oh. Can you give me? And the listeners, a brief outline with regards to everything that you do train. Do you do any other training modalities, for example? Um, well, um, yeah. Uh, the, most of my uh, workouts are body weight uh, and burpees, of course. Uh, but I do also do I do resistance training. Uh, shout out to Rob Simpson, who is making my program. Um, so I do now four times a week a weightlifting program. Uh, it's just for strength. Um, I'm not doing any bodybuilding stuff. Uh, I just want to get uh, stronger and also uh, get my ligaments and, 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 and my, my muscles stronger for my calisthenic workouts. Uh, so that is a part. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not filming that uh, lately that much, but I'm also doing uh, a lot of calisthenic skills. Um, I think all, yeah, almost every day I do handstands, muscle-ups, front levers, uh, you know, back levers, human flags, all that kind of stuff also. Next to my normal burpee training. Most of the time, or often, before uh, a workout or after a workout, off-camera. Okay, so you do your burpee training, your bodyweight training. You also do strength training and you practice calisthenic skills. So that's that's quite a well-rounded approach, Jib. That's a that's a very well-rounded approach, actually. And is this something that you planned out, or did you fall into it? Uh, no, I fall into it. Uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm doing calisthenics for a longer period of time before I even know, uh, know that that it was called calisthenics. I just hit a, a lot of push-ups and 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 sit-ups and squats and that kind of uh, stuff. Um, and I also did multiple sports before this, uh, but just I, I saw some um, 
yeah, badass videos uh, of people doing crazy stuff like planches, handstands, and you name it. And that caught my attention. So I thought, yeah, I want to do that. And that was even before uh, I, I saw the Iron Wolf. So it's quite uh, lucky for you that you did fall into it because it's, it sounds like the phrase, you fall into a bucket of shit and come out smelling like roses. Because it's, <laughs> it's very well structured. And it's something that I really agree with myself because I think that a solid strength training program will assist a good boppy routine in that respect. So let's talk through the strength walk. How does that work out? Um, how does that work out? Well, can you define a little bit better the question? So what do you what what does your strength training program consist of? Um, now it consists of uh, an uh, overhead press, weighted pull-ups, weighted chin-ups, um, heavy squats, light squats, stiff legged deadlifts. I think a little. Uh, I think that it is. I'm not forgetting something. I think not. No. Yeah. And are you are you like going for low reps or high reps? Are you mixing the reps up? Well, I, I, I'm playing a little. Uh, my first intention of this uh, strength work uh, of the uh, of the of the weightlifting was to get stronger for my calisthenic skills. So my overhead press I found important for my handstand push-ups and my handstands and that kind of stuff. Um, and and uh, yeah, you know uh, the weighted pull-ups, uh, weighted chin-ups. You know you you want to get strong with that also uh, because uh, you know that that also transfers to the calisthenic skills. My my my, my longer Full workouts and everything, so it it helps. It is uh, for me. It is it is a necessity. Uh, yeah. So, do you follow a, a standard progressive overload style system where the weights are continuously rising on a weekly basis, or are you just accumulating a volume over time? Um, I do. I do multiple uh, things. Oh, I forgot my weight dips. By the way. <laughs> Uh, I like those very much, but uh, yeah, for, for my weighted dips, I do for for a long time now, all, always uh, three sets, max number of reps, and the weight is going up. For now, it is e each week for five kilos. I'm now in a deload week, by the way, but uh, my last sets were with 45 kilos. Um, my weighted pull-ups and weighted chin-ups are also to the max, and also for my squat, my um, overhead press and everything. Um, I'm going up in uh, increments of two and a half. Um, but uh, I, I uh, yeah, some things are hard. To, I find overhead press very, very hard uh, to progress in. Uh, so um, sometimes I fall a little bit back, go up again, and we play a little bit with uh, I ask a fight at, uh, by Rob. Um, and uh, sometimes I go uh, higher in volume, and sometimes I go uh, a bit higher in the weight. How many sets and a workout do you do when you perform the overhead press? Um, for now, um, I'm sitting now at my last sets were with 60 and I'm progressing with uh, from, uh, from uh, four sets with five reps and then every week uh, a rep on it, so till the eight reps. So, so I, you I stick 
Sorry. So do you just stick to four sets? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just steady four sets. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah I, I th just a personal opinion, but I think the overhead uh, press is one of those moves which responds favourably towards higher volume and higher sets. Um, I, I, I think that is better also. Uh, I'm just I'm just a novice, by the way, for for uh, for the weightlifting part. Uh, I'm doing this uh, longer. But I'm uh, I'm no expert. Uh, just uh, you know, I, I'm playing with all kinds of styles. I'm just discovering this, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'll call. I, I do this for months, and I'm still a rookie, I think. Um, yeah. So for me, it's all yeah. It's a uh, I'm I'm trying to discover what is best for me and for everybody. That's different. Um, I notice now that uh, my body responds better to more more volume with the overhead press. So lower the reps, I think, and uh, go higher in the volume. Yeah. Uh, yeah also, yeah. that it's better to for your form and, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I noticed you also made a point of mentioning the weighted dips because the weighted dip is a favorite exercise of mine. However, I think it's a I think it's one of those exercises that you need to treat with extreme caution because it's there's a high risk involved with weighted dips uh, yeah you mean uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. potential risk issues for example like when i perform weighted dips if i do any wrong move at any point then i will develop wrist pain just through gripping uh, the bar i don't know if it's just that. Uh, you know just you mean no, I don't get chest pain. I like I used to get chest pain when I performed the dips, which would be mm. in the sternum uh, between the pectorals. But that seems to have disappeared. It's something that I experienced when I was younger. And I believe Dan John speaks about this and talks about when men go through puberty or when boys become men, that's a muscle that is still forming throughout that phase. So it is prone to experiencing that pain when performing the movement. But the issues for me with the weighted dip tend to be either shoulder-based or ah. wrist-based, which is a shame because it's an absolutely lethal movement. It has so much carryover to burpees. It has carryover to the bench press. But it's definitely an exercise which should be performed with extreme caution have you developed any issues while performing weighted dips uh, no no but uh, i started out uh, carefully uh, and over time uh, i was get, i was getting you uh, i was getting sorry for uh, if i'm searching for my words and english is not my uh, my first language but uh, i was careful with it and i was slowly over time getting deeper and deeper so i think the smart to play gentle with the way the dips for your rotator cuff muscles and your shoulders. Uh, I had yeah. a rotator cuff injury years ago. Uh, I thought a bit karate that 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 is something uh, that that's developed. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, I know what, what what the muscles do and how you must treat them. And I do always also off camera, but extra exercises for my rotator cuff muscles. Also, all my smaller muscles. I, I work on a lot of times with bands uh, and and uh, one uh, uh, one legged or one arm movements. 
to get stronger with that and more stable. So yeah, that is my solution. And I did, I think it works very, very well. I've never injuries. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. What one of these exercises would you say has the biggest carryover to your body workouts? For the strength and the, the weightlifting? Uh, oh, it will be a hard one. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think yeah, I think the weighted dips are the best because you're getting a lot of pushing power on that. And if you want to hit the, the, the higher pump rep, well, weighted dips are king. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about the bench press? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite a contentious issue with regards to the bench press and its ability to carry over to the, the pumps within a burpee. I mean, my personal opinion is that it does have a lot of carryover because if you perform the bench press in a certain manner where you are going as heavy as you can but really focusing on speed at the same time and really driving that bar up, it tends to make the, the push-up experience quite lighter because I've got, like, I, I have a technique with regards to doing burpees when it comes to the push-up, particularly when you're going into the higher volume, the higher reps. And when I do the push-up, I tend to try and it's, it's almost difficult to explain. And, and I'm sure that this is something you'll be able to identify with. When you want to say do 500 unbroken, I think the most important part is trying to use as least energy as possible when you're pushing up from the floor. Mm -hmm. So if there's one aspect of the burpee which you hone in on, it's the push up from the floor and you try to make it as light as possible. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, I can understand you. Well, first yeah. of all, I don't do a lot of bench pressing. <laughs> Maybe yeah. once or twice a year I do a bench press. I have a nice bench over here and uh, I, I use it more for back extensions than ben bench presses, I think. Uh, also, uh, back extensions, do those for your back to get it strong. You don't need weight or a lot of reps, but uh, that is on the side. Um, but I think uh, the most important thing to hit those high reps and also in a decent time um, is your mental state. Um, what really, really works good for me is uh, get um, yeah, some, some, some rest in my head. Uh, I want some peace and quietness in my head. Uh, I want to have the feeling that I'm totally in control with my mind and my body. Uh, I must feel out everything. Uh, my heart must not go too fast. I must have my mind in check. I must have my, my counting in check that I not, not get, get confused. You know, that's also a thing. You, you know how it works. Uh, yeah, the mental state. That yeah, is yeah. the most that, important thing for, 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 for burpees. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's something that I wanted to touch upon, actually, because I feel that's where you uh, excel in the burpee scene. I think that's that's your strength as the mental aspect because a lot of your workouts go into that dark zone where mental game is paramount. So let's move on to burpees. Let's let's give the people what they want, Jib. <laughs> let's talk about your burpee journey. And let's talk about it from the offset. You discovered Iron Wolf like most of us did. 
what way did you begin to train to start to get used to the rigors of burpee training? Um, well, like I said, uh, I uh, did uh, a lot of uh, push-ups uh, and sit-ups, squats, and uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. Even before I was uh, I was uh, I was doing burpees, so I was already uh, you know comfortable with doing a lot of high reps. Uh, but yeah, when I started Iron Wolf, and I was I was trying to copy him, you know, uh, doing a, a couple of, of sets, uh, I, I was fucked. You know, <laughs> and then, then came the realization. I thought I was in a good shape, in a good condition. And the Iron Wolf was, uh, yeah, he, he made me realize I was, I was not there. Uh, what I had in mind, I was not that, you know. So <laughs> what, what was the first Iron Wolf workout that you did? Um, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, um. Yeah, I, I don't really know exactly, but I know one from the beginning, which I repeated a lot, uh, but I don't know what this was called again. But it was, uh, I was not really into the burpees right away, uh, also. Uh, now I am, but in the beginning, I, I, I wanted to do all kinds of movements. Uh, it, but the, the video was, was a fat burner or something in the title. Uh, he was performing it uh, on his uh, square, with this, uh, with this entrance, with the, with the, with the two uh, poles, you know, uh, and in the back. Also, this in, a, in the, the same place where he did the 500 Navy Shield video. Um, and he did uh, all kinds of stuff, you know, uh, the one pumps, two pumps, uh, the Hello Dolly's leg races, you name it. All that kind of stuff. And I was really into that. I, 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 I like that very much. Uh, yeah. I know uh, shortly after that came the, the first challenge, you know, the five on the challenge i skipped that one because i thought yeah, it was boring only burpees you know um <laughs> the second challenge i did that was my first challenge and i was hooked um i hated the navy shield by the way those were that <laughs> that was a traumatic experience uh, from the start doing 300 navy shields i jumped right into the advanced i don't give a fuck about that so no i was torturing myself right away um and um yeah, they really make an impression on me. And that is where I started uh, to fall in love with, uh, you know, with, with uh, the high rep burpee also. Yeah. The reason I ask is because it's always interesting to see people's progression with burpees. Because the conventional advice or the advice that I've given personally is, is to start with a set number, uh, achieve that number until it becomes easy, then add reps on and just take it there however that was definitely my experience like getting 100 100 burpees under my belt uh, and adding reps on but once i discovered the iron wolf then it was just a case of copying his routines now you you raised a really interesting point there which was the challenge and it was the 500 a day. And I actually did that challenge, but I was at the, the 300 a day because you know how he sets up beginner, intermediate, advanced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 700 was advanced. I think uh, 500 yeah, was. There was, later, there was later on. There was another challenge. Sorry? 
there was a challenge in the year after that. Uh, he he did uh, the seven hundred today for the advanced. Right, yeah, and that, that one, challenge. that one I did. Yeah, yeah, I did that one. I think, and what happened with that one was, I think that's what built my base. I think that's what gave me the ability to create that platform in order to move up the, a level, so to speak. And that's probably advice that I would give guys who want to take their burpee game up to the next level, which would be to do that challenge 300 a day, 500 a day for a month straight. That will put you in such a good place. Yeah, I think so too. I, uh, I agree with you. And also, um, it, it is important to do a lot of reps because you must find your own style. Everybody's built different. Everybody's stance is different. Uh, how you uh, go to your knees and do your squat is different. Uh, uh, so, yeah, also your height is also different. So, uh, if you do a lot of reps, you're getting your own style. You only can get that uh, when, you, when you do something a lot. And it must go automatic at some point. Yeah. It's, it's funny you also bring that up as well with developing your own style because that is something I believe in. But I have swung around to the thinking that there is ultimately an optimal style of performing boppies. And when you look at a lot of the guys who get super high numbers, the boppy technique, it tends to be quite similar in some respects. I tend to find that the, the guys that are up there always keep a narrow stance when performing a boppy because I think that keeps the boppy compact and allows them to move through that plane of motion where there's no... It almost creates a more aerodynamic movement yeah, and it yeah. also increases efficiency with regards to getting down and getting up. Because I always found, like, if you look through my old videos, my stance was wide. And, I mean, when you look through your old videos, do you notice any differences of how you were performing boppies back then? Yeah. Um, well, this has been a long time since I watched some old videos for me, but... I know from, from my memory that my stance was a little bit wider, uh, also uh, also the same as you. Um, and I saw, you know, the, the James Bruce, the Toner, uh, the Burpees Ikram. I saw the stance was smaller, so I also tried to copy that. Uh, it's also good to, to look at other people, try out different styles and see what, 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 what fits you. Uh, but if you want to be fast, you know, you have to look at, at the fastest people around uh, and try that. Because it, it, is, it is working for a reason. Uh, and I think uh, that they're on the right path if you stand. Also, your legs tend to uh, go all, all around, you know, when you are a little bit, when you are wider. So if you have your stance smaller, you're compacter, uh, you're more tight uh, with everything. Yeah, you can make it more fluid. Uh, only when you get tired and do hundreds, hundreds of reps, you know, you have that your stance is getting a little bit bigger. Uh, you know, your, 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 the, the, the jump up is going to be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's weird with puppies in that respect because the only time that you should ever really have a wide stance, in my opinion, is when you're performing it with a squat chaser because then the puppy changes. Mm. 
to a yeah, certain totally. degree because you need to go straight. There's, that transition into the squat needs to be fast. Yeah. Because I think when we do burpees, we get into that mindset that we have to remain in perpetual motion. We need to be constantly moving when we are doing things because you know yourself when you're making a burpee video or a workout, the last thing you want to do is rest. Yeah, true. And also, I like uh, to get to keep my reps as fluid as I can. Uh, you know, shout out to the Burpees King. You know, he was the inspiration for that, of course. But uh, it just feels so much nicer when you flow to a workout. You have the feeling that you are flying, you know? Yeah, yeah. Would you th say that your boppy is constantly changing to this day? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, you're totally, you're, you're constantly tweaking and doing uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but you want it to get better and better. And filming is the way. Uh, also for the guys who don't don't put out videos uh, on YouTube or anything, doesn't matter. Film your workouts. Uh, if it is weightlifting, if it is uh, yeah, burpees, or and, and especially handstands, by the way. Um, film everything. Don't bother people in the gym too much. <laughs> also want to say that. But... Uh, you know, uh, you, you have no idea what you are doing, um, uh, you know, uh, if, you, if you are in, in movement. You know, if you look back, you're seeing yourself, then you can tweak. You see, you see tiny things that you miss otherwise. So yeah. it's important to watch yourself back if you want to improve and perfect your style. And yeah. to, to, uh, to, to say uh, anything about the handstands, that's a, a, a prime example. You know, you, you can stand like a banana. And for your feeling, you're standing straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, you're it, only, only seeing that when you're filming it. Yeah, it's it's almost a form of self-coaching in that respect. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's important for everybody that trains seriously to do that. And everybody yeah. can do that nowadays. Everybody has a phone, and 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 standard is 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 cheap. You know, you can buy it everywhere nowadays. So yeah, yeah, it's it's just. It's a good point because if you actually think about weightlifting, weightlifting, the form check is quite popular, particularly in the forum days. People would always be posting a video of them squatting or deadlifting. And because it's one of those moves you never actually see yourself doing, it's one that you're going by feeling. You're never quite sure if you're getting it right in the initial stages. And the same goes for burpees. A lot of guys, they, they don't go for the form check. They won't send a video in and say, how's my form in this burpee? I mean, now and again, I'll get one on Instagram and I'll usually give a few pointers, but it's it's rare. But it's definitely something that, 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 that will help people uh, filming their burpees just to get those little tips with regards to where foot placement should be, where hand placement should be. Uh, yeah. But... You go into the dark zone with your burpees and you get high reps. So how do you, what is the, the thinking behind your push-up? How do you perform the push-up? Do you go for a narrow grip? Are you wide? Uh, yeah, I try to play with it a little. Uh, I noticed if I'm getting uh, more tired, I'm getting a little bit wider. I'm using uh, more chest. And there is also... We have, we, have, we have multiple times discussions 
uh, on, on YouTube over that. Um, do you do you need to yeah, do you do you have to bring your elbows in? Do mainly triceps, or can you get a little bit wider? I get a lot of comments uh, of people who say that I'm fucking up my shoulders and everything, <laughs> um, and I, I I think they are wrong, and I can tell you why they are wrong, because I told you already that I had uh, problems with my with a rotator cuff injury. Yeah. So uh, I had a physiotherapist who explained me how it works, what it does. And I was, uh, for months, I was totally dive into that subject. And I studied it a little bit. I'm no expert, you know, uh, at anything. I'm no doctor, you know. But I understand it a little bit. And if you do not impinge your rotator cuff, everything is fine. So you can get wide. You know, you see also at Olympic weightlifters, they have a wider grip. They do that because they have more power. If you're going more narrow, you don't have that that much power. So if you do one pumps, it's maybe fine. You know, you can be fast with that. But for the moment, you're going to perform those uh, four pumps, uh, better, five pumps, six pumps, ten pumps, you know, you name it. Even I did even 15 to 16 pumps. Um, yeah, you want it to get a little bit uh, wider. Use your bigger chest muscles instead of your tiny tricep muscles. And you use everything, but you want something that is more dominant and stronger. Yeah. And, do not, and, and at the same time, uh, if you keep your shoulders in a 45 degree angle, you don't have to worry about your shoulders. I've never shoulder yeah. problems. Yeah, my thinking behind the push-up has always been like like I referred to that you need to keep everything compact because I always look at it in a real-world situation, which is if your car gets stuck and you had to push it, you would never really go for a wide like push. You would you would always keep your hands narrow when pushing it. Same if you were pushing someone, you would do, you would instinctively have a narrow grip when pushing things and I kind of like transfer that over to my push-ups I, I just think that makes sense in my head I'm not saying it's the superior method because obviously you find what works for you and what allows you to manage fatigue when you're performing high rep burpee routines but in my head the narrow stance or grip seems completely natural because it's something that you would do without thinking yeah i uh, understand what you are saying but uh, i think we are a little bit brainwashed with with the whole idea that a push-up must be close by i don't think it has to be and yeah. i'm living proof that that it, that it won't have to be i had already an a shoulder injury so it is a weak spot and uh with the amount of pushing i do uh, I do not feel any problems with it. Yeah, I think I'm 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 pretty. I I know what I'm doing now. Uh, I yeah. think I have the experience to say that. But uh, at 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 uh, you know at the same time, it, it is for everybody. Do what you like. Uh, if you mm -hmm. don't get problems with it, just continue. You know, uh, I, I, it is your it's your burpee. You know, play with it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. so... What burpees do you think are the most beneficial to become 
more efficient at burpees themselves. Yeah, and they know already what I'm going to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Navy Seals, you know. Yeah. Navy Seals are the shit. Why? Ah, well, that, that, that is so difficult to explain. Why are, are they uh, so good? I, uh, there, there, there is, yeah, nobody can explain it. It's just fucking hard. And everybody that does them can approve of that. You know, everybody knows that. There is just something with them instead of a tree pump. You know, you have to balance everything out. You have to pull your legs in. By the way, if you do unbroken sessions of Navy SEALs, your, your stomach is so hard working that you're getting sick in, in just 100 reps. You know, I, I had the time that I did uh, an 101 Navy SEALs and I had to throw up here. Uh, so uh, my my, uh, my family was also watching that and they say uh, you must not do that uh, again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, I got my full support from my family. Shout out to my uh, lovely girlfriend. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to mention you. I forgot it the last time. So Patricia, yeah, uh, thank you yeah. for uh, all your ongoing support. We've got a name for people like you in Scotland, mate. We call you a big suck. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, mate. You're unflappable. So, you, you think the Navy SEAL is the superior boppy when it comes to building boppy fitness? And do you think that is purely because of the pain element which further enhances that mental ability to grind and just carry on? Yeah, I, I think um, the balance is good from the Navy SEAL. You know, if you do five pumps, you know, you have to rest a little bit of, of yeah, too long, I think, to recover, to do your next rep. Uh, one pumps and two pumps are just a little bit too easy, you know, um, and not, not to downplay it for the beginner, because, you know, uh, all burpees are hard. Um, but if you're getting more advanced, Navy Seal, you can get a good pacing with an, a good amount of push-ups in a really, really fast time. Um, and that's it is, and, and you're working your 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 abs, your balance, and uh, you know uh, everything at the same time. So for me, is uh, that that is why uh, yeah, it is the number one for me. When should someone bring Navy Seals into their training program? A beginner, for example. Um, well, I think you can do it as soon as possible. Only. Uh, and you also uh, mentioned it uh, a lot. Don't rush your burpees in the beginning. Do them slow. Play around. Uh, the, the, uh, I, <clears throat> to put it better. Um, I see uh, also a lot of other videos, of course. Uh, on Instagram, YouTube and everything. And I see uh, also a lot of times people doing burpees. But not doing a full push-up. Not pulling that, that leg fully in and everything. And I see... People who are not ready for the high reps. My advice is play with it a little bit. You know, do sometimes a rep uh, and do it good with a full push-up, a full uh, bringing in, bringing in, bringing in from the with the knee uh, and, and everything. Uh, you know, some some people will want to do those high reps and want to do the most quavers, 
uh, type of thing, but not just not ready for it. I know you want to look flashy and everything and put a nice music on it and some motivational words and look at me what I'm doing, you know? Uh, but you have to be real with yourself. You know? Yeah. yeah. Are, are you yeah, speaking yeah. about Navy SEALs in, in particular here? Are we, no. or, or are we just talking purpose, about buttons in general? Purpose in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. However, well, the range of motion is a funny one for me because when I began my burpee journey or when I got a, a good few months into it and started to become efficient and adjust technique accordingly, uh, I became a stickler for form. Like, yeah, full range of press-up, chesty floor, full lockout. However, once I had mastered certain elements of the burpee, I, I felt like bringing the shorter range pumps in was a, was fun. It was getting a lot of blood flow to the muscles. So I would never really discount shortening the range of motion unless, unless it's used in the proper context. If you're learning the burpee, then you need to nail the technique. But once you have mastered the burpee, then you can have fun with the technique. Because yeah. it ultimately comes down to the response you're looking for from the burpee. I know, like, if I can get 100 burpees, like, sorry, 103, 4, 5 pumps, and keep the pumps rapid, I'm still going to get a good cardio effect. I'm not going to really build a lot of muscle, probably, because I'm not getting that full range of motion, but I'm going to get a good blood flow to the muscles and get a good pump. So I think they can be used in the right context in that in that regard. But it's, it's, it's very interesting that you bring that up, because I think that burpees are very intoxicating in the sense that we want to do high numbers straight away. Like, yeah, yeah. how long did it take you to do your first thousand burpees, for example? Um, well, my, my, um, I have to think about it. I thought, uh, it was my, was that my, my second challenge, the, 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 the third Iron Wolf challenge. Yeah, that was, it was the third, yeah. My, my, yeah, my, of my second, the, the third Iron Wolf challenge, indeed. And it was my second challenge. Um, I know it was with, uh, Old Year's Eve. And he was doing a live video, you know, with the 13 on the burpees, and I followed the, the video. Um, I was not at that level yet, so I had to pause the video uh, sometimes. But I did uh, 1,300 uh, burpees, also my first thousand for the very first time. Yeah. What advice would you give to people if they wanted to achieve a 1,000 burpees? How should they go about that? Um, well, uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, you must be comfortable with the 500. Uh, if you can do a 500 and you have reps in your tank and you think you can go for another couple of hundred, you're ready. You can do that. The last, last couple of hundred suck always. Doesn't matter. Also for experienced guys. So you have to get through it mentally. But that, that's all right. But if you're getting uh, to your your 400 and you're not, um, yeah, you know, you're, you're not, yeah, you're getting nowhere anymore with, with with pushing up and everything or standing up, you're not ready. Yeah. 
would 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 you say right? This is just this is like a question, right? That's popped into my head. But do you think the first time you ever did five hundred burpees was more difficult than actually doing a thousand? Um, I I can't to be honest. I can't remember my first five hundred. Some people know them <laughs> because this is this is this you know and a landmark. But um, yeah, and I, I don't I don't know anymore. But I know the beginning is the hardest, you know. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, personally speaking, I think my first five hundred were the, one of the worst boppy routines I have ever performed, because I had no sense of pacing. I just wanted to get that five hundred under my belt. And you don't have any system in your head how you're going to break down the reps. Like Pelican Bay is a great system for getting your first 500 because there's a carrot at the end of the workout and it's structured in such a way which every single set is getting lower in reps. Yeah, I think that is a good one. And it was not, I did it a couple of times, but it was not my, my, uh, my, my routine for you in the beginning. Uh, I was just getting through the reps, and you're going, like you said, you yeah, you 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 need to have a good pace, and you're going way too fast at the beginning. You want to get it done as fast as possible, <laughs> and you're in your, yeah, and and after your first hundred, you're thinking, <laughs> I still need to do a lot more, and I'm totally cooked already. So yeah. uh, you know, keep your pacing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think for my first 500, I was breaking it down into sets of 50. And then when that started getting too tiring, it became sets of 25. But it was just such a fucked up way. It didn't make sense. And I could really mm. feel that fatigue kick in round about the 250 mark. And I also hadn't developed the mental capability to carry me through. I mean, it was there, but it was very weak. So yeah. in that respect, how do you develop that mental capability to perform the darker boppy routines? Well, I, I guess experience uh, first, because you have to get, get yeah you have to get to know your burpee routines. You know how to feel at a certain point, uh, and you know what's coming. So that is uh, very nice, of course. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, lost what I'm about to try to say. <laughs> All right, well, Sorry. do you know what, Jeb? Talk us through that burpee routine and tell me about the stages that you reach when you're performing 500 Navy SEALs, for example. Well, I'm, yeah, like most of you know, uh, I do them a lot. <laughs> I've already uh, maybe uh, 10 shot callers uh, done this year or something like that, and not even mentioning the the... Uh, the burpee routines, but also five, five, fifteen on the push-ups or more. But um, yeah, um, I'm always, I'm always working to my, uh, to my first hundred. That is my first uh, mark. Uh, I always wanted to be around the twelve, between the twelve and thirty minutes. It is for me standard. Um, and I must feel fresh at that point. Um, uh, I must mention also the beginning. The beginning is also uh, very important. But let's start with the beginning. 
Um, my first set is always, most of the time, uh, unbroken. If I can do a set of 35 till 40 Navy Seals unbroken, and I still feel uh, good, I know I'm going to destroy the workout. If I'm uh, already uh, in use uh, in fatigue uh, and cooked before that, I know this is going to be a hard session. So most of the time, I know within 40 Navy Seals how my session is going to be. But that is experience. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that is one thing. Um, and if yeah, then I, I'm going to work to my 100. I'm going to work to the 20 minute mark, of course. Uh, I did 200 uh, Navy Seals just before this, and I got 151 uh, in 20 minutes. So that is a normal base. I wanted, I wanted to have this as normal baseline. I think 160 is my max now. Um, and, and then you got your 200, uh, you know, 250, uh, 300. Uh, 400, 500, but I know, I know at which times I uh, need to get that. It is just engraved in my head, and now I, I know how I must feel. I also know that between uh, somewhere between the 200 and 300, I always have some moment that I'm just gonna space out, and from there the body is saying, not, not having it anymore, um, and from there. It, it, your, your energy is just drained, your chest is uh, pumped, and it is going to be just surviving. And that is where the mental part is going to kick in. And like I said, the mental part is the most important part of training. Um, I'm not doing this to get a nice body, you know. I'm doing this to get mentally uh, uh, and physically stronger. That is the difference. And that's also my motivation. And you know, you, you have to be ready for uh, for everything that life that, that that life life is throwing at you. And burpees are perfect way to train that. Because it is, it, it doesn't matter how many times you're doing a shot caller, it stays fucking hard every time. <laughs> you have to survive every time. And some, yeah. some days are easier, some days are harder. But, you know, yeah, you must find something in yourself that really wants it. And, yeah. and, I, and I have that even more when I try to do that on time. So yeah. I also like uh, to uh, hit PRs with short callers and everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because like when the Iron Wolf was on, we spoke about the, the law of diminishing returns with some of these boppy routines. And, and to be honest, you perform some of that style of boppy routine. Like, for example, a while ago, you did a thousand Navy Seals. Now, a thousand Navy Seals is an admirable fate or accomplishment that cannot be denied. But there is a there is an element of lunacy in there. Because you know, after a certain amount of reps, there's nothing really happening at that point. You know, it's just, it's just a case that you're building up fatigue. You're not going to really yeah. get any stimulus, or there's not going to be an adaptation. You're just torturing yourself. Yeah, I saw the video, of course, um, and I think he has a point. You know, if you want to train uh, just to get a nice body and everything, 
uh, if you want to be fit, you don't need to do 500 meter steals. I can <laughs> agree with that. You know, it is just something that I like uh, because uh, it, it, it is it is a mental thing. And do you do you like, do you perform these routines to try and set yourself apart from the pack, so to speak? Uh, at the beginning, yeah, yeah, I was doing that. But for now, you know, some people uh, walk, uh, do do runs for for a marathon. You know, that's crazy enough, by the way. But you have also people that does ultra marathons. Those are, are guys are even crazier. Yeah, I'm trying to compare myself with that. But to have uh, a bit of insights, yeah, you know how you can look at things. And yeah. I like those uh, ultra uh, marathons with burpees, you know. That's why <laughs> I, love, I, I love those. And why I love those, well, I don't know. You know, I, I just fell in love with them. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm in the beginning, I, yeah, I know you're trying to impress, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not making videos for nothing, you know. You bring them out, you want... You want you want people to 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 find something of it, uh, but now it is, uh, and you know it, it is it is still an ego thing, by the way, because you publish a video and it's nice to get attention and uh, and everything. And I I like that. I'm, I'm just forward with it, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but now it is it is a personal thing, you know. Uh, the, the state of mind. Uh, it also it, it gives me uh, clarity. It gives me peace those high reps and a session of 20 minutes is just not sufficient for me yeah that, that, that's actually yeah. sorry that's actually a very good way you put it there when you compare it to the ultra marathon runners because i never really looked at it through that lens so that was that was a very good point that you made there because you do these things because you're breaking through mental barriers it's, it, it goes beyond the physical at that point yeah it becomes and a man. I have to nuance it a little bit because I, I'm I'm not I'm not saying and I don't want people to get me wrong. You don't have to do only big workouts. Uh, you know, I I did um, I did 200 Navy Seals. For me, it had a short workout within a half hour. You know, uh, and I think also 10 minute workouts are fine. Uh, I, I do a lot also uh, a short. I do a lot of short session also. Uh, also in the morning, 10 minutes there and 15 minutes there. Uh, in in uh, uh, you know uh, throughout the day that I'm working in my house because I have everything here, uh, so I think the most of your workouts have to consist of shorter workouts because if you're gonna fry yourself every day, and uh, there that is where the iron wolf has a good point. Uh, you you yeah you have have nothing anymore, nothing in the tank. You're uh, not worth anything. And you have to do also normal life, you know. I'm I have I'm a normal working guy. I have also a physical job, uh, and also for me, uh, the training helps me to be strong at my work. I carry a lot of heavy shit. Uh, I I have to be, uh, you know, in a bit of, with a mask and everything because I remove asbestos. So I need to be in a good condition, and I want um, I want to make life easy for me. A colleague of me. Uh, I had a talk this morning. He was uh, he was um, he, he's got he, yeah he, he was doing runs now. That's new for him. Um, but uh, yeah, he he is he was talking to me that it was easy to walk on the stairs with some stuff. Well, other people are uh, getting tired, and he was also getting tired 
uh, months ago. Yeah. And that is the beauty of training, you know, to make life easier. But if you go too far, you're not going to make life easier. You make yeah. it harder. So yeah. it is, you have to balance those heavy workouts. Uh, yeah, to, to, yeah. I, I, I want to add something. Eh? Um, and my shot colors. Uh, in the beginning, I was, I was not doing shot colors on a regular basis. If I do once a month a shot color, I was fried. Um, only over a longer period of time, my body was getting used to uh, these bigger, bigger numbers. You, you won't get this in a short period of time. And also to compare it with running, again, that's that colleague of mine, he was running, he did a 10K last week. Uh, his uh, knee bends, uh, he, he got problems with his knee bends. But that, that, that is because he was not used to the, those big runs. It takes a lot of time for your body to adapt to those bigger workouts. Even, and, and your muscles can adapt within weeks, but your smaller muscles and ligaments and everything, uh, uh, you know, joints, they need to take uh, so, sometimes years to uh, adapt to that. Most people don't realize that. So um, it is a process of years building up to this, um, to, to this consistency with those higher numbers. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. You're very, you've always got, had a very holistic approach to fitness. Like you've always, okay, you've explain always, that for me, what, what, what you mean with, with holistic. Always, there's always been a multi-pronged approach. You, you, you don't go into things with like tunnel vision. You come in at different angles. You're very injury conscious. You're very mobility conscious. You're very strength training conscious. There's a versatility there, but the one word that you mentioned there that immediately struck out was the word balance. And I think balance is something that has became a bit of a talking point lately, because I made a video talking about that very thing, which was that you had to have a balanced yeah. approach, and it seems to annoy a few people who felt that buppies were all you need yeah you, you mean your video with uh, the busy dead army uh, coming after your ass <laughs> yeah, I, I, I suffered an attack from the busy dad army mm -hmm. yeah uh, what are your thoughts on that approach because like I think I know what you're going to say I think the listeners know what you're going to say going by what you've said throughout the whole podcast but do you oh, feel it, that buppies are only part of the equation? No, it, it, it's just what you want, where you want to be good at. Do you want to be good at burpees? <laughs> Fine, do burpees. Uh, but, but if you want to be good at squats, you have to do squats. If you want to be good at handstands, you have to do handstands. Every movement is very specific. I don't care what people do. People can do uh, thousand sports and, and, and stuff, you know, if they want to. Uh, people can only do uh, one thing if they want to. That is up to them. I mean, I'm not, uh, uh, everybody has his own life and their own responsibility for that. But um, people must stop forcing uh, their way of thinking uh, onto others, I think. But because a lot of people say, you have to do this, you have to do that. 
Uh, only if you do this, uh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, something or anything. Um, yeah, yeah. Stay with yeah. Your, stay stay with yourself. Uh, you know, uh, not, not try to bother other people that much. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, like I said, if you want to be good at burpees, do your burpees. But you won't get good at handstands. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah, but but there's a degree of specificity to that, like. If you're going to train something specifically, then you're going to get good at it. So you would focus on that. But ultimately, like if you just concentrate on burpees alone, then there are going to be imbalances which are going to rear their ugly head over time. And there are going I to be so. overuse injuries which yeah. rear their head over ugly time. So I, I think you must find a good balance. Uh, with, 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 of course, the pushing, uh, pulling, the legs, uh, everything. And also, like I said, you must also uh, uh, train your, uh, your smaller muscles, your rotator cuff muscles, the smaller knee muscles. Uh, I do also the, the, the weightlifting. You know, I have also in my head, if I get old, I want to have dense bones because you're going to break something very fast. That is helping for me at an old age. That's proven. Uh, I like also to, to read a lot about uh, scientific stuff, you know, with, with training and everything. And I, I try to listen to smarter guys than I am. And they, uh, they, they, they you know, uh, I told you, but I, I, we talked about it also a little bit. I'm watching all kinds of guys. I'm watching to calisthenic guys. I'm watching Olympic weightlifters. I'm watching uh, combat sports uh, professionals. Uh, and I try to take the best uh, of, of everyone, you know, and the best sportsmen in the world are not doing one thing only. They're doing a diversity of movements, most of the time very specific, you know, and uh, somebody that is ice skating is doing a lot of things with the legs, you know, they're not doing a lot of pulling, you know, uh, but... And I try to watch them and try to learn from what they are doing because you know I, I'm I'm just a normal normal working guy uh, trying uh, trying all kinds of stuff out, trying to be as good as I can uh, at, at what I do. Uh, but I'm no expert, and we're always learning, we're always adapting, and uh, switching uh, everything to be better. Uh, yeah. And it's all fine if you want to do uh, burpees. You're getting crazy fit from burpees. And if you eat right and you're doing a lot of burpees, you get a six pack, you're ripped and everything. You can walk out the beach, you know, with your chest forward. And uh, yeah. yeah, but no, so yeah, just yeah, what you want. I think that's your selling point, Jim, that you're just a normal, hardworking guy who does superhuman things. So <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> I think and, anybody and, and, can do that. <laughs> so so I think that's a good note to end on that wee positivity note there with regards to you, you being a normal guy so Jib, just before I shoot off is there anywhere people can find you? Uh, of course uh, at Chibbe Gastera uh, that is my YouTube channel uh, for uh, T J uh, I B B A uh, G A A uh, S T R uh, 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 u
I says, I'll put it in the description. I'll do the hard work for you, mate. Yeah, no, I'm not sure you decided like that. Anyway, Jib, thank you very much, mate. I really enjoyed that. That was a good deep dive into the world of our peace. Well, thank you very much. All right, take it easy, buddy. <laughs> thank you.